You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, everybody. Some breaking news here in Washington. It's official. The House has voted. Kevin McCarthy has been ousted as the Speaker of the House of Representatives, number three in line to the presidency. Uh, Let's take a listen to the official declaration. On this vote, the yeas are 216. The nays are 210. The resolution is adopted. Without objection, the motion to reconsider is laid on the table. The Office of Speaker of the House of the United States House of Representatives is hereby declared vacant. Uh, Very, very high drama here in Washington. Kevin McCarthy, for those who want to know, is now the shortest-lived speaker since Speaker Michael C. Kerr, who served previously from December 1875 to August of 1876. He ended his speakership because he died of tuberculosis, or consumption, I guess, as they called it at the time. So eight Republicans voted to oust Speaker McCarthy, which is really puts us in a massive what-if phase. Uh, their names are as follows. We've got Congressman Andy Biggs, Ken Buck, Tim Burchett, Eli Crane, Matt Gates, Bob Good, Nancy Mace, and Matt Rosendale. So actually, all across the spectrum, seven of those is basically House Freedom uh, Freedom Caucus types. Nancy Mace, much more of like a centrist type, who actually has been helped by Kevin McCarthy in the past. I'm just going to lay out three scenarios from where we go from here, because we genuinely have no idea. And the vote just happened. So McCarthy... He could just grind this out for a few more votes. He could cut deals with some of the eight Republicans who voted against him. If he wins back, let's say, three or four, depending on the attendance within the House, he survives. People in D.C. actually have no idea right now if he even wants to hang on after all this nonsense. He could pull a banner and just say, you know what? Screw it. I would continue to be one of the weakest speakers. I don't want to deal with this every single time that I have to try and govern. Forget it. It's possible. If he continues to grind it out, he might continue to make votes. We'll see which way it goes. The other option is he says, screw it. I'm done. He either resigns the House or he just steps back to a normal member. Then there's a huge scramble. 
for who the hell is in the GOP is going to replace him, who can get a majority of the votes. So the last time that the GOP actually faced this, it was probably uh, John Boehner stepping down. Paul Ryan was basically drafted. He didn't want to be the speaker, but they were like, hey, Paul, you're the only one who we can all agree on. Former vice presidential person. Obviously, his speakership was basically a similar disaster. And he, there's a reason that he ended up leaving Congress uh, and ended up hating the job. Uh, before that was 1998. Newt Gingrich stepped down as the speaker. Uh, they ended up in 24 hours. The party was able to push Dennis Hastert forward. Uh, he had the votes. Obviously, it didn't work out so well, considering what Hastert went on to do. That's a whole other story. Uh, the current leading contenders from those who I've spoken with in Washington, uh, this is kind of the list. Number one is Tom Emmer. People don't know Tom Emery's the number three Republican in the House. Minnesota Republican. He's been there since 2015. Um, he's the whip. He previously been involved in the NRCC. Uh, he pursued some statewide office in uh, in the state of Minnesota. So, you know, more of a Midwestern type Republican. Pretty standard uh, cookie cutter. He's basically the leader because number two, the Republican leader, Steve Scalise, is sadly undergoing cancer treatment after everything else he's had to deal with in his life. And he's very sick. So people don't expect him to even want the speakership right now. Other contenders are people like Jim Jordan. I think Jim Jordan is a very strong dark horse candidate. I said it earlier this morning on the show. Freedom Caucus, very popular, uh, beloved by Trump, beloved by MAGA. Obviously, he's behind a lot of the Biden investigation, all that stuff. But he also backed up Kevin McCarthy. I think some establishment GOP types could hold their nose and they could vote for him. Another option, I actually think, and I was just speaking with someone today, uh, Byron Donalds. So Byron, obviously, is a new star in the GOP. Trump loves this guy. He also led some of the initial fight against Kevin McCarthy, but then did vote for him this time around. So, you know, guy willing to play ball, all that stuff. I think that would be, you know, he'd have political constituency, he'd have the ability to get it done. Another name, Elise Stefanik. Elise is so ambitious. Uh, the problem that I, and she also beloved by Trump. Trump even floated her as a potential vice presidential candidate. She led the charge on impeachment. She has the ability potentially to unite the caucus. The issue from what I've heard is that uh, Elise Stefanik may not have enough credibility on conservative spending issues that these other two candidates would have for the Freedom Caucus types to go with her. Another name that was floated, I actually don't know much about this person, is Congressman Mike Johnson, but apparently he's not necessarily pursuing them. Um, all these are massive maybes. There's no indication any of these people even want the job. Whether McCarthy's going to be out of this job. I mean, wow, just it's it's massive. It's it, I, I, Truly, this is stunning. It's the first time it's happened, um, You know, even the vote itself, in over 100 years. So the big question, the big, big question right now, how does this get resolved? I don't know. Uh, nobody in this town can tell you. Um, so the House is currently not allowed under their rules to do literally anything else except continue voting for Speaker until we get a majority vote. So it's going to be fun. We're going to be rolling people. We're going to have votes and votes and votes and votes. We could be stuck here for a long time, just like we were last time around, whenever I think it took 15 ballots from McCarthy to even get the speakership. Counterpoints going to have a great show for everybody tomorrow, uh, tomorrow morning. I'm, I'm certain that a ton of news is going to be breaking overnight. They'll break it down uh, for all of you. Ryan, in particular, has got some great capital news sourcing and reporting. So everybody enjoyed the show. And uh, shout out to the premium members who enable us to be able to do these snap breaking news events and all that. It does cost money, and it helps you know our team. Everybody has to be on call uh, for the entire day. So that's what we do over here. Uh, we love you guys, and uh, I will see you all on Thursday. You guys will have a great CounterPoint show tomorrow. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. 
Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, this is Kurt Woodsmith. You remember me from such TV comedies as That 70s Show and That 90s Show on Netflix. I'll never forget the words that my grandfather said just before he kicked the bucket. He said, watch how far I can kick this bucket. People ask me where I get my dad jokes from. I tell them to listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Listen to Daily Dad Jokes every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there.